Hey, flamethrowers, Amira here along with Shireen and Lindsay. Earlier this morning, Canada has done what they have not done for 20 years. They have beaten the United States in the Olympic Games uh, 1-0 um, and are moving on to the gold medal game. They are guaranteed to hashtag change the color. They will be playing Sweden. The United States will be playing um, Australia that same day. But we are here to break down the match. There will be ranting. There will be cheers, mostly from Shireen. I will go ahead and tell you, Shireen, that me and Lindsay have the capacity for you to take the first, let's say, 35 seconds to a minute to get all of your stuff out. So I will let you do that. And then my capacity will. I appreciate your optimism for brevity. I'm trying to put it on a clock (laughs) because it will be the whole thing. And we have lots to discuss. I just wanted some Rafi in here. Is Rafi Canadian? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I am so excited about this. CA, CA, NADA, bitches. Yes, for everybody out there that's like, oh, the Olympics are too hard for the U.S. women's national team. Well, take those steps back. All the soccer pundits out there being like, oh, we won the world championship. Yes, arguably the United States is the most incredible women's soccer team. I feel that. I know. We've lost to y'all for 20 years. I completely understand this. However, however, give us this Olympic space because last time, 2016, I remember a certain team also imploding. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. I'm not superstitious. But I believe the soccer goddesses wanted this to happen. I believe that when on Friday we knew this matchup would happen this morning, there was like a a, a trepidation. There was a tension. There was a palpable tension on the pitch this morning at 4 a.m. nonetheless. Now, I will say this. Y'all were ready to smack talk me and be like, oh, there goes Canada. But guess who's coming back like a title bore? Yes, exactly. According to the Rafi lyrics, we're playing for gold. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Bronze is really important. But I am glad that y'all will be there and we won't. That's all I'm saying. So what I got to say about this is that 2012, and I was on Meg Linehan's podcast talking about this. This wasn't just, I'm exuding a lot of joy. I'm trying to be respectful on Twitter right now. But right here, you guys can hold space for me to be absolutely obnoxious. Well, for another 10 seconds. Go for another 10 (laughs) seconds. What happened in 2012, Abby Wambach pressing on Christina Peterson to make that call on Aaron McLeod. We did not forget. Je me souviens, mes amis, je me souviens. So guess what? Today, the call, the result of the match was very much predicated on a foul on Deanne Rose. And guess what Deanne said later, my friend? Bullshit she call, bullshit call, bullshit call. Oh, so <laughs> y'all know how it feels, right? Anyway, Deanne Rose is like, we made it right for the veterans. Yeah, Deanne Rose said that. So I'm going to leave you with some more Rafi. And I'm going to leave you with me being in my happy place. And guess what? I wasn't even caffeinated until the second half. Maybe that's the rule. Okay. So I have... Two things. One, 
I just would like the record to show that I absolutely did not talk shit to you. And I very clearly said that I wouldn't be because the U.S. women's national team has not put together any type of coherence during this Olympic tournament. I had no faith (laughs) that they would suddenly wake up and find, I don't know, rhythm, possession, press, goal scoring, any of that. So I explicitly did not do that. Second of all, I'm mostly stuck on the fact that Rafi's Canadian and I feel like my childhood is a lie. Um, So that is like actually the space that you've now put me in. Um, And I'm like knee deep in his Wikipedia as we speak. But to pivot back to the game, um, uh, we hold space for your joy and, you know, happy for Christine Sinclair, you know, talk about that. Um, I now need to hold a little bit of space for Lindsay and I to rant a little bit. Lindsay, I'll let you rant about that penalty of which I also think was (laughs) not the most cutest thing. I mean, look, me and Shireen and Jess just did a whole episode on refs and technology and like this entire topic. So I think- Bar don't lie. Bar don't lie. (laughs) Here's the thing. It was it was a it was a crap call and I hate it the most because Tierna Davidson I think was one of the best players for the US this tournament. Um one of the only players that wasn't a staggering disappointment. And so I hated that it came down to that. And also that, you know, Adriana France was in goal and, you know, had just had to fill in for Listenaire, who was out. Mind you, if Listenaire was in there, I don't think that we would be having this conversation right now. And that sucks as well, because we know Listenaire doesn't let any penalty kick fire. But it just sucks because I feel like two of the players that like don't deserve deserve it all to be blamed for this loss right like are the two that were in the spotlight for that moment and I hate that but overall the U.S. did not deserve to win and it's and and I firmly like believe that they just did not Candace defense is really good we know that like that they've shown that all all tournament they've shown that for a while Kadisha Buchanan yeah I'm not surprised their defense is good, but like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think you can have the conversation without also saying like the, U, there's something off with the U S and right. seeing Megan Rapinoe afterwards crying, you know, and talking about how hard this was, you know, like she was also at a loss for words. Right. And, right. Uh, while Carly, did you guys see the interview where Rapinoe's talking? Carly Lloyd is literally doing sprints behind Running her. Sprints, <laughs> wins. First of all, Carly is ridiculous, but she was doing sprints. She was doing wind sprints yeah, because who knows? Because it's Carly Lloyd. But Rapino, if every if people haven't watched Rapino's post game, I highly recommend it. One, because it's emotional, but two, also made me laugh because there's this one moment where she was like, You never want to lose to Canada. And then there's a long pause and she goes, I don't think I've ever lost to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she had that realization. Um, but it was emotional. And, you know, obviously talked about Carly. She talked about like how like the person was like, What, you know, why is it not? Why haven't you guys had a rhythm? She's like, listen, we've been trying to figure that out too. You know, we've like, we haven't been playing with the joy we usually have. Um, She talked about it, you know, obviously she choked up talking about being closer to the end of the career. And she was like, probably the last Olympics. She's like, you never know, but probably. And like talking about that was really emotional. But I do think like part of the the raginess about this game is this disappointment, is the fact that, the lineups felt messy. They There wasn't really a rhythm. The middle and possession just like, like that kind of frustration of also watching a lot of players that they've had in development play in camps, but then not be brought up. But then the exact problems that those players would have addressed be what 
was on display was like frustrating game after game, especially when you're waking up at like four in the morning, this morning, three in the morning, right? To watch this. Um, By waking up, I mean like, you know, not sleeping. But also I think the other part that was frustrating about this game was that when they came out in the second half, at least, it was like a moment, a glimpse of like, maybe they're starting to get on track. Cause um, you know, I saw Shireen, you said, you know, you definitely don't like, obviously a lot of American journalists and sports writers and stuff like that, um, United States journalists and sports writers are centering this as a U.S. loss. And Shireen's like, okay, enough with the exceptionalism. Let's talk about Canada's win. And I absolutely understand that and, and agree with you to an extent. But I also think, you know, part of that frustration is like when that PK came at that point, U.S. was absolutely dominating. Like they had, the ball hadn't been in that part of the fi- I think the possession though was 60 it was 60 40 absolutely but yeah. it, I don't know if I'd call that dominating oh, but like, I would okay. absolutely say that at that part of the game 60 40 is against mm, the whole game yeah, I want to see right? second half mm. stats on we that. can look at 60 40 for we can look at 60 40 for time of possession um mm. uh double the amount of shots uh 16 to 4 in terms of shots 4 to 2 mm. in terms of shots on goal like on shots on goal but like yeah, also shots yeah. in general yeah. and it's because the yeah. flurry of that second half that mm. was the first that was like the first ball into even the 18 when that happened it had been one of those you know when you're watching a football match and you feel like one's coming because it's like shot after shot how many corners it had been like four straight corners and it would been lots of lots of set pieces like i and, know that you guys yeah. were like three set pieces and we had one of my complaints was we botched all of our shining becky just couldn't get her corner kicks straight but i think like that is i think part of it right is because it felt like oh my Momentum. gosh they're yeah. finally about to maybe click or like maybe not click but like do something and then it felt like that took all the all the little bit of wind it wasn't even like a burst of wind it was yeah. like a a simmer like a gut like a, a mediocre gust and i think like that's kind of what we're trying to work through is that to have this like ongoing disappointment over the coast course of the tournament to have finally a moment where it felt like they were they were like putting together some cohesion and then to have a call that felt like, okay. Well, I mean, it's ironic that we're talking about, uh, you know, calls because that's exactly, and I keep, I will always come back to this. The call changed the trajectory of the game completely in 2012. That's exactly what we're talking about. So I do have empathy for what y'all are feeling because literally went through this against the same thing in 2012. So the momentum shift, there was a complete pivot in the way that like the mental game was being played. And Jesse Fleming said that she had, it was reported that she said she had practiced because Christine Sinclair was not going to shoot on French. They played together in Portland. So she handed it over to Jesse Fleming. And Jesse had practiced where she was going to put that ball, and that's exactly where she put it. So, like, it's – I totally hear what you're saying about the momentum. I mean, I would argue in the first half, I think Canada played a lot more in the USA end in the first half of this match. But the second half, you know, the U.S. dominated more than they had in the first. Because, I mean, there was no shots on goal in the first half at all. Like it went, an hour went by and there was nothing. So, I mean, you're right about the momentum in that way. I mean, we're here. I, again, U.S. can come away with a, a bronze, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm not even confident in that, honestly. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I think that, like, that's the thing. And, and Linz, I, I'd love to, to 
know where you think it kind of goes from here because I think that part of it has been like especially to go from from camps and watching some of the possibilities right like having flashes from from press having Lynn having like seeing this and then like every time a lineup came up for this tournament I was like what are we doing like what is this like, what is this? And I think a lot of people even thought, like, when Carly was going and stuff like that, like, oh, veteran presence on the bench, et cetera, et cetera. But there's, like, no way that you're going to, like, have that be your starting line with no speed and, like, what is your strategy? And I think, like, that is the frustration. Um, but, Linz, like, I saw, you know, one of the things you tweeted is, like, listen, just a gentle reminder, like it is mad hard to go back to back Olympic w- World Cup, right? <laughs> and so I wanted you to know, like, to a for you to talk about that. And people were like, "Well, there's an extra year," and it's like there was a pandemic year. Like there was a pandemic year in between. That's not like an extra bonus year of like <laughs> rest and relaxation and practice, right? Like that doesn't count. Like it's really, really hard. The U.S. when they win the Olympics, they don't win that corresponding World Cup, right? And when they win the World Cup, they don't win that corresponding Olympics. Like that's been the pattern, and that's a reason for that. A, there's a lot more depth in women's soccer than anyone ever gives it credit for, and B, like. It is hard to do that, right? Like, it is hard. And the fact that they're either winning one or the other is it's a just testament a testament to, to their the greatness. strength of the yeah. program. And look, I just want to say it, it's hard for me. I get caught in between two ends because I think, you know, Twitter can be a really, really, really negative space, right? So on the one hand, there's the, the Twitter that is just like, it feels sometimes like people rooting for just these veterans to fail because they want new blood on the team. And like, I understand that I want new lineups. These lineups were super questionable. Uh, I completely agree with that. I also think like, you know, Rapino and Lloyd both scored a lot of goals in the lead up games. Right. And it's hard to leave them off them off when they're doing that. And, uh, you know, I think that goes to the, probably the quality competition that they were, uh, you know, going against, uh, against in the camps as well. And the, friendlies which is then also a covid problem which is also a depth problem do you know what i mean like there's just like there's just like so many here but i would say it is hard for me you know i i I am not pino did not pino played like shit you know actually i think pino didn't play terribly like her cross she was like the only fucking person who could cross the ball correctly well i mean when when press and lloyd and pino came on there is a palpable sense of fear there's a dread when they got subbed on and i was like it's coming i was like i was saying it's coming like this is a holy trio of this storied you know team like this is why and carly load was out here to prove a point and that's what i'm saying like it's not that easy like because they've you know it's not like they're completely people act like they're coming on with like canes and shit do you know what i mean like it just gets really drastic i will say like, carly lloyd is in the best shape hey, we, <laughs> she was running wind sprints. she was running wind sprints. <laughs> she was running but wind it's hard sprints, to like... see them i feel like when you're they look there but there's no doubt that they have lost some speed uh but also that they're playing with this pressure and that's what really gets to me right this equal pay lawsuit is once again ongoing during this tournament right they have a target on their back from all directions and it is tough i mean it's it's the pressure is a privilege but i saw them reckoning and you can see i think in that post game 
inter- interview Pino Reckoning, which I give her credit for taking all the post-game stuff, right? Even though she wasn't, you know, on the full time. Like, she takes it. She steps up. I also, there was this, I saw someone be like, Christine Sinclair gave away her penalty kick. Rapino would never do that. And I was like, because Rapino's great at penalty kicks. Like, Rapino's well, I don't like think that's, I don't think kicks. that's the narrative around that, actually. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter oh. a few places, though, oh. and I was just like, this is dumb. Yeah, like, like I just, I don't dumb. think we need to do that. She's the most, she's school of the most schools in the history of soccer for international team yeah like she's great at penalty kicks but anyways i get defensive of her right because we also see it coming from the right wing in the united oh States, yeah for right? sure Th- this group just like reveling over their loss and mm-hmm. you know absolutely i mean like and i think that's such a big point Lindsay, because like we just had just last week right like you know the former administration literally asking people to boo the women's national team. And like some of the first comments were like, thank you, Canada, from the real patriots in the U.S. So like absolutely that target and that pressure is layered in there. Um, I do want to, you know, kind of center it back on on both teams here to think about the future. Um, Because one of the things that I was impressed about with Canada was it has largely felt to me like it was like Sinclair and like a few other bright spots, but like they never had... um, enough depth to like get like to get past the bronze right and one of the things watching them today was just like a real appreciation for um that development that depth that has happened within that system and within that federation um and i think that the u.s is poised to have that as well i think that your points are well noted lynn's about veterans i do think that there's like i never had beef with pino um because like her cross like she's still prolific on the wing in terms of that I think a lot of it was about literally like offensive strategy and then like control in the mid and it's like offensively you can't run a strategy that is based on being able to press and generate offense like that if you're not filling a lineup with people who have speed off of possession and like it like those are the things that are like the 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 you know, it's not a terrible problem to have. You have aging vets who are still really dope and you have people coming up who are really dope. I want them all to get a chance too. I don't want to sound like I don't want to see. I just, then I find myself getting defensive, right? Because people act like it's like this easy decision, right? To just like keep these vets off the roster and not have them play. And I'm just like, what world are you watching? One of the things about Pino and like, if she's coming to the end of her career, because don't forget, like we've got vets on our team that are like way, like this is arguably definitely... Sinclair's last Olympics but Pino was an incredible playmaker and there's something to be said about that her game level IQ is stunning when she she reminds me of Andreas Iniesta and the way that she creates and her set pieces I'm terrified of her Pino and and her corner kicks like very much so and Rose Lavelle is not there yet she will get there there's no doubt in my mind but she's still raw so when Pino comes in here and starts her magic which to Lynn's point didn't happen today but she's she's one of the best that I've ever seen. It's not just a personality that we've seen emerge in the last five years or so. She's a legitimately an excellent footballer. And I think people lose sight of that, how technically apt she is. And, you know, I think we that's something that needs to be said. And with Canada, we're in that transition as well. That's like Erin McLeod, this is her like third or fourth Olympics. Like we are coming. There's five on our roster that were part of that 2012 games almost 10 years ago. So we're also moving on. And I'm interested in both sides to see how they, where they go next. I mean, the story's not over. Absolutely. And I think that's a wonderful way to wrap it up. The best thing perhaps about 
uh, <laughs> what's coming immediately in the Olympic Games is that that gold medal match is at a very reasonable 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, <laughs> look at us as all of our rewards for all of these early, early mornings that we've Let's been doing. Let's not talk with. about what time the bronze medal game is. <laughs> I know. That is at our good old friend 4 a.m. Oh, um, or 3 a.m. my time. But, um, but I am what? happy for Canada. And Shireen. I mean, I want to say that. I am happy for Canada and Shireen. I'm very happy for Shireen and Rafi. Um, and <laughs> Rafi. Uh, uh, I am. I love him. Like, I Down by the Bay is ex- extremely my shit. I know. So, well, Jam, do it um, next time. We will, you um, got, I'm adding that of things we will do together. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have a day Calores, like, jam, turn up. Who turns up like this? Anyways, Baby Beluga. Baby <laughs> Beluga. Beluga in the and now we've gone completely off the wires because we all got up at an uh, obscene hour to watch footy. So anyways, congratulations to Canada. Hugs to everybody. Honestly, um, my favorite tweet of it was that every time the United States and Canada plays, it's like whoever wins is like who has the most people standing after 90 minutes. It does turn into a little <laughs> bit of a bloodbath. People flying everywhere. And at the end of the day, so many of these people play with each other, went to college with each other, mm-hmm. have so much love for each other. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to Quinn, who is absolutely going to make history um, as a medalist um, and a a non-binary medalist, trans medalist, which is lovely to see after all of the hoopla that people have been going on about. Um, Shout out to Christine Sinclair. Um, I know it means so much to Canada to finally get um, her in position to get a different color medal and um we will be pulling for you against sweden just because uh, exact revenge for us um Wait, one quick thing i want to read a tweet from biff pm that said i watched this game on the qatari channel where the arabic speaker announcer called every blonde american Lindsay the entire game <laughs> so, I just that. so for all of those flamethrowers out there who got Lindsay, who were a Lindsay, know that you're probably big, in good big company day big day for Lindsay. <laughs> Well, Lindsay Horan had a terrible and amazing game all over the, all over all the, over the place. Field. Oh my gosh. Well, from me, Shireen, and our Lindsay, uh, this has been a burn it all down hot take. Uh, I wish you well, flamethrowers. And I'm sorry, you-